Our top story from the weekend, plans to establish marijuana retailers in Queensbury. I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today. The date is Monday, October 17th, 2022, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Also in the news, a new playground in Queensbury, a man charged with burglary and trespass, Warren County Historical Society's new publishing arm, and another COVID-19 bivalent booster clinic being held tomorrow. But before we get into that, I'd like to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls Today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to support Glens Falls and the surrounding communities in any way we can. We're here to bring you all the local news you need to know, and we would be honored to help you spread the word about the great services you have to offer the community as well. You could advertise on our website or even become a sponsor of this show. As we at Glens Falls today work to grow our business and expand our reach in the community, we're happy to help you do the same. For more information, check out our website at glensfallstoday.com. And thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. A new playground was revealed at William H. Barton Intermediate School on Wednesday, and it was four years in the making, reports News 10. Principal Gwyn Kosh said, quote, This dream started over four years ago, and we are so thankful to our community, the Board of Education, the parents, and our students for making this goal a reality. A student from each class joined teachers and staff, including Cash and Superintendent Kyle Gannon, to celebrate the new playground, which had been delayed by the COVID-19 pandemic. The Queensbury Union Free School District originally surveyed students in 2018 regarding what they hoped to see at the playground and presented two renderings asking kids to vote for their favorite. Construction took place over the summer, News 10 reports. A Queensbury man is facing charges for alleged burglary of two separate buildings in Lake George. The Post-Star reports on October 7th, state police received a complaint that a business in Lake George had been burglarized overnight. Investigators determined that 39-year-old Alfred Lambton had entered the business without permission and stole cash and other items, according to a news release. Police received another complaint last Monday saying that Lambden had trespassed and stayed in a Lake George building without permission. He allegedly returned to that building on Tuesday and forced entry inside, causing further damage. Lambden was arrested at the location. He was charged with a felony count of third-degree burglary, and he also faces misdemeanors of fourth-degree criminal mischief and two counts of third-degree criminal trespass. He was arraigned in Lake Georgetown Court and sent to Warren County Jail. Before our next story, I would like to remind you again that you can advertise with us at Glens Falls today or right here on our Morning Brief show. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help local businesses within the community do the same. If you'd like to see your business advertised on our website or hear it on this show, look us up at glensfallstoday.com. Retail marijuana businesses might be arriving in Queensbury sooner than anticipated. According to the Post-Star, the town board met to discuss cannabis regulations again last Wednesday to review a map of the proposed local law and zones that would allow for adult-use recreational marijuana retailers and on-site consumption locations. Board member George Ferrone questioned the need for urgency to define zoning for marijuana retailers ahead of the state cannabis board handing down regulations. The town's senior planner, Stu Baker, said Queensbury is ahead of other towns in the state. He said, quote, this is a rapidly changing landscape in terms of regulations. Baker, along with the town's attorney, presented a map highlighted with red markings to indicate the available parcels for marijuana businesses and blue outlines to indicate the sensitive use lots 
to which cannabis retailers would not be allowed within 1,000 feet. Sensitive areas are defined as places such as amusement parks, daycare centers, parks, playgrounds, places of worship, schools, pharmacies, and so on. The map includes a total of 141 parcels of land in the town that are zoned commercially and meet the requirements of the distance regulations, however Baker said only 82 of those parcels were completely within the acceptable zone. Out of those 82 fully available plots of land, he said only about 5 to 7 locations would be viable due to the details of the code that require there to be at least 1500 feet between cannabis businesses and cannabis consumption sites. He said officials have been working on the proposal, along with Zoning Administrator Craig Brown, since June to amend the town code to include zoning for two out of the 11 or 12 types of cannabis licenses that will be monitored at a town level instead of state. The board plans to set a public hearing on the proposed local law for the November 21st board meeting at the Queensbury Activity Center. The Warren County Historical Society has announced the creation of Warren History Press, a new publishing arm to help spread knowledge of regional history, News 10 reports. Historical Society Executive Director Don Rittner told News 10, quote, I've done 11 books on Troy alone, and I could probably do 11 more. I don't think people realize that the greater capital district area is where American history began. Rittner has authored over 30 books on capital region and North Country history, according to News 10. The books will be joined by three encyclopedias and the works of two other authors at the Historical Society. News 10 reports that they are also in discussion for books about Susan B. Anthony, whose childhood home is in Greenwich, and James Bond author Ian Fleming, with one of the books having a connection to Lake George. Rittner told News 10, quote, It's not going to make money. We'd like the author and us to make some money, but more than that, we have great history, and one of the easiest ways for us to get that history out is in book form. Rittner said he hopes to see books on the area's Native American history, as well as the suffrage movement and the history of African American life and slavery in North Country. He told News 10 that he hopes to see the Warren History Press publish three to four books per year. Books published by the History Press will be available at the Historical Society, as well as outlets such as Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Warren County Health Services will hold another bivalent COVID-19 booster clinic tomorrow, Tuesday, October 18th. According to News 10, doses of the Moderna bivalent booster will be available from 1 to 2 p.m. at the Warren County Municipal Center's Human Services Building, located at 1340 State Route 9 in Queensbury. Anyone ages 6 and up who have completed their initial vaccine series is eligible, as long as their most recent vaccination was at least two months ago. Attendees will need to register online and bring their vaccination cards. An additional clinic offering the bivalent booster will be held a week from tomorrow on Tuesday, October 25th, also at the Warren County Human Services Building. Registration details will be posted following tomorrow's clinic. Those seeking more information can call Warren County Health Services at 518-761-6580. I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for this show is to provide you with convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area. If you love the show and you'd like to support our mission, consider subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.